Hey there, are you sick and tired of feeling sick and tired? Join Adol Kozilski and Fagy Stern as they explore ways to reverse chronic illness and achieve vibrant health. Your health is your only wealth and together we can be better. Hashtag Healthy You, Wealthy You. Hello everybody. Good morning and welcome to another episode of Healthy You, Wealthy You. Good morning, Fagy. Good morning, Adol. How are you doing? Good, nice and warm in my car. My tea. <laughs> I just love it. I just can almost picture you sitting there. Uh, you know how you know how I picture you sitting with your fluffy slippers, a gown, a hot water bottle, a cup of coffee, and going, "This is bliss. It's so quiet in here." <laughs> I don't think I'm ever going back into the studio. This is such a pleasure. I'm just sitting here with my warm hot water bottle, not getting dressed. Such a pleasure. I was actually watching uh, somebody, I don't know, saying, you know, all the nonsense that is coming through uh, social media of some radio presenter or TV presenter, actually. And he he, he, he was, um, you know, um, broadcasting from home and he was sitting there and he had put up his uh, camera to face him and he was doing a live thing, but his camera had slipped. And as it had slipped, it had gone below his waist and he was not appropriately dressed. And it was very, very funny. He was still in his boxer shorts. He's like pajama shorts. It was like, (laughs) it was actually quite quite a funny one. I'm sure after this, they'll all be wanting to stay at home in their pajamas doing doing the news. And why not, actually? Why not? I think that one of the things that the, 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 the quarantine, certainly for me, and I think, um, you know, the message is going out more and more, is that we need to think of different ways to do and live our lives. And certainly, you know, if we are able to do things easier, more convenient, then why not do it, why not do it that way? The truth is that you can save a lot of time. Um, my sister-in-law was saying the other day how she's enjoying doing yoga on Zoom because she doesn't have to get dressed, rush there in the traffic, mm-hmm. mission there, come home, still get dressed again. She literally does it within an hour. She's done. Yeah. So there, uh, there definitely are a lot of pros. And, of course, here on the Healthy You, Wealthy You program, what we're trying to do is trying to help you live healthier. And we've said, said, we said it so many times, and I think it was the impetus um, for why we started this, this entire program is that most of us are living compromised lives from a health perspective. And today, more than ever, um, we know how important it is to optimize our health by having healthy immune systems, um, living healthy, cutting down the stress. And I think that that's, that's something that's teaching a lot of people. What, uh, even though we, we would tend to get more stress being cooped up, uh, you know, and being stuck in quarantine, it's, it is, I think, a way right now, it is a situation where we can look at things and say, how can I live a more stress-free life? Is it not better that I work from home? Or is it, uh, you know, better that I do X, Y, and Z? And so what we're attempting to do on the show and, of course, on our WhatsApp group, which you are most welcome to join. If you do want to join the WhatsApp group, it's info at highfm.com. Just drop them an email with your name and your cell number. Of course, you have to have WhatsApp. I have received one or two, uh, uh, you know, um, cell phone numbers and you are not on WhatsApp. So you have to be on WhatsApp. We will gladly join you. We drop in a thought of a day every single day. This week, we are going to be concentrating on breathing. Last week, we spoke about sleep. This week, it's about breathing. 
So we're going to take a deep breath right now. We're going to go for a break. And when we get back, we're going to talk all about breathing. This is the Healthy You, Wealthy You show with Adol Kosilski and Fagy Stern. Well, welcome back. And um, I, just before we start the breathing, um, Fagy, I wanted to ask you, how's your sleep? Definitely improving. Yeah? Definitely improving. Do you, do you have any way to monitor if your, if your sleep is improving? Or like, have you got like a Fitbit or, or something that measures your sleep at night? I don't, and apparently there is a lot of there are a lot of um, devices that you can use. Uh, not only a Fitbit to actually understand even the temperature of your body during the night. Apparently, it should even be a little bit cold so that your body can, you know, sleep correctly. We all think we need to be warm. Um, I don't use a Fitbit, but I definitely I take my magnesium at night. I'm a big fan of my magnesium. It really yes. gives me a nice, very, very deep, good sleep. That when I wake up in the morning, I feel like I've had a really good sleep. Excellent, excellent. I, I do have a Fitbit. I must be honest, I've been scoring about between 75 and 78% um, percent good sleep. And really, since I started, we, we spoke about it last week, and I've been understanding more the cycle of cortisol and melatonin um, and shutting down before going to sleep, having Epsom salt bath. Last week, I scored 80, and this week, I'm into the, the lower 80s now. I'm at 81, 83, 85 so I'm working hard and trying to be pretty intuitive about, you know, the nuances because actually that's what it's about. I think in the, the rush and the stress that, that, that our former lives, our BCE before the Corona episode, <laughs> before the Corona era, um, you know, we didn't even have time to stop to even start analyzing the way we, you know, we'd be living. And certainly now, um, that you are, with, well, we're all confined to our homes and we have more time. I certainly have been paying more attention to my habits and, you know, what what works and what doesn't work. And I'm seeing an in, in, increase in, in, in the quality of sleep. Um, I'm being more specific in, in what I'm eating. And today we're going to be speaking about something that I know that I, I posted a, a YouTube yesterday on our, our WhatsApp blog about a guy who says, and he's not negating good sleep, not negating a, a, a healthy diet because those are huge. But he says you do that once a day, twice a day, a few times a day. He says what people are negating is the fact that we breathe 23,000 times a day. And um, since it's something that we do so often, <laughs> not so often, but all the time really, from the moment that we are born to the moment you know we we, we pass on, um, surely we should pay some attention to the way we breathe. And there's a tremendous amount of studies that have come out, both in the allopathic world and in the in the functional medicine world, in the natural world, certainly, um, of how important breath is. You know, and in taking in the oxygen and filling up those alveoli. Those little sacs in your, your, your lungs, um, you're bringing in oxygen. Oxygen is then taken by, um, by your, your blood and taken to every part of the body. And we know now just in understanding, ironically, and I guess by divine providence, um, looking at the, the, the terrible effects that the coronavirus has, that, um, when one cannot breathe and one's oxygen levels are or uh, what do you call it? Um, what's the word I'm looking for? Um, 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 um. Low. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no, but they're compromised. 
when your oxygen right. levels are compromised, um, what a terrible, terrible effect um, it can have on you. So I think that I saw the other day that the corona, the corona patients, unfortunately, it's more like they're literally climbing a very high mountain and that they're, they're almost at the top. They're basically at the top and their, their chests literally are closing up. Yeah, it's it's. I, th- I think the sensation is as if you're climbing up um, on what's it on Mount Everest. Yeah, look, I, I always like to want- add though, Abel, is that um, as as much as we are trying to take on this healthy life for ourselves and eating healthy during this this time of lockdown and changing our sleep, etc. You know, in this difficult time, there are people that are suffering with anxiety at the moment, mm-hmm. and there are people that are that are having very difficult time sleeping. Um, you know, there's a huge financial stress at the moment. People aren't working and people are kind of, you know, cooped up in their homes. They don't, some people don't have children to look after. So there are, there are situations that people are in that they're finding very, very hard at the moment and they might be overeating and they might not be sleeping and they might not be breathing correctly. Um, so like we're trying, what we're trying to do here is explain to people, obviously as well, um, is to, try and kind of take a step back and like we we're talking today on breathing it could be one of the first things that we do because in a moment of stress and in a moment of anxiety um which a lot of us are in at the moment um and doing a lot of things that we're not used to doing breathing should be one of the first things that we concentrate on to alleviate that stress and that anxiety 100% and and uh, agreed 100 100% and that's really what that that one guy um, in his YouTube went and said that if you're doing this this task 23,000 times a day you know and you're eating only six times a day or five times a day or however many times a day you do and you're exercising once or twice or three times a day surely we should pay a lot of attention to this act called breathing even though it is um, of the parasympathetic um, system, which means that our bodies do it, whether we are conscious about it or not, just like our heart beats and a whole lot of other stuff does. Nevertheless, um, the outside stimulus that comes in affects the way that we, we, we breathe. And today on, on, on our uh, WhatsApp channel, I'm going to be... Um, posting another discussion from somebody else who went and just showed that really our breathing is a feedback um, of our environment. So if you do land up in a state of anxiety, you do land up in a state of um, of getting a fright, what is, what is the body's reaction to that? You go, <gasps> and you like, you bring in a, a short breath and you actually stop breathing. Um, and how important it is to be aware of your breath and to have one or two or three simple, small um, methods of relaxing your body, taking in a deep breath. Again, just imagine yourself going <gasps> and holding your breath and then understanding that now what what that has done is, is pulled all the, 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 the oxygen, so to speak, out of your body. Um, and you start becoming tense, you start getting nervous, you start feeling fearful, you start shaking, you start doing all of these things, and then suddenly then you're taking a very, very deep breath that your diaphragm moves down, meaning that that muscle that is under your your uh, your chest starts moving down, and you fill up with the air and everything like that, you actually immediately see the sensations in your bodies change. 
And um, I think I think that that's 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 very 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 important. And as you said, right now in lockdown, there are times undoubtedly that everybody um, goes through either a, a momentarily like like a, a breakdown, you fall apart, you know, you you become fearful, or you you got a bit heard bad news, or, or or you just find yourself in a state of anxiety. And then there's other people who are perpetually sitting there and being worried and, and landing in this in this stress state. Um, breathing, we have to do. So we should we should learn how to do it properly and correctly, and and have some tools, um, you know, in our toolbox that allows us to, you know, smooth s- smooth it over. So uh, it looks like we're coming up now to another break. Craig, you're on, and then afterwards we're going to speak about different um, things that both uh, Fagy and I have uh, investigated and looked at that you, you can follow up further um, yourself and find some, some comfortable ideas that you'll be able to put into your life to make your breathing that much easier. This is the Healthy You, Wealthy You show with Adol Kosilski and Fagy Stern. Welcome back. And um, if you have any questions, you can WhatsApp uh, SMS on 34519. If you'd like to join the Healthy You, Wealthy You WhatsApp group, then please send an email to info at highfm.com with your full name and your cell phone number. And of course, it goes without saying you do have to be and be registered on WhatsApp in order to be part of the group. Right. Let's get stuck in, uh, Fagy. I know that you're following quite um, a, f- a few people. Um, and one of them is a very interesting doctor. His name is Dr. Ben Lynch. Um, he is very much focused on your genetic makeup and how your genes actually affect your 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 body and how they react. And uh, I think that somewhere down the line we're going to be able to have a full discussion on that, the nature-nurture and the whole idea of epigenetics and how our genes do interplay with our environment. But let's keep it focused today. Um, and apparently Mr. Lynch speaks about a specific gene that has to do with breathing. Can you and enlighten us? Sure. So basically, we're either born with a gene that is dirty, or it could be clean and then eventually become dirty through environmental toxins, the way we eat, etc. Um, and there's a gene called the NOS3 gene, um, which basically is linked to cardiovascular health. Um, yeah. He mentions that this gene specifically needs oxygen. Um, and if your gene, your NRS3 gene, which is co- connected to your cardiovascular health, is dirty, one of the biggest ways of cleaning up that gene is through oxi- uh, through breathing in oxygen. Right. Um, just to, is, to step in, just explain what a dirty gene means. So basically a dirty gene has, it's, it's a little bit complicated and a, it's quite a long, like too much to talk about at the moment. Mm-hmm. Um, but a dirty gene can have an effect on other genes as well in your body. Um, a dirty gene is a gene that isn't um, working optimally. Um, right. It it. Um, it's exactly that. It gets dirty. It gets dirty working in your body the whole day. Um, what in whatever processes that um, it, it it functions in, and it cannot clean itself. It cannot. Uh, 
vacuum up the waste product around it. And the whole beauty is that through epigenetics and our environment and the way that we look after ourselves, mm-hmm. um, basically can clean up their genes. So if you are susceptible to cardiovascular diseases and it does run in your family, it, your gene might be dirty, but you're able to actually clean it, um, wow. obviously through many different methods. So okay. the beauty of this this specific NOS3 gene, um, which is, again, cardiovascular, basically one of the biggest ways of cleaning up that gene is through breathing. Um, he does mention, though, that um, a congested and runny nose, actually, interestingly, has been identified as a possible contributor to high blood pressure, which mm. high blood pressure, as we know, is connected to your heart and cardiovascular health. Um, and if you aren't breathing in enough oxygen, you're making your NOS3 dirty. Which That's is interesting. It's, it's an interesting cycle because if anybody has a blood pressure machine at home, I know that, that, um, I've through, through my, throughout my life, I've had incidences where my blood pressure has been high for other reasons. Um, some of them just emotional triggers. As an example, um, I've had, um, in my first three pregnancies, I had really, really traumatic experiences with the, tra- with, with the pregnancies, with the childbirth, and I associated them with the hospital. And um, every time I would walk into the hospital, I would check my blood pressure before I left home, and it would be perfect. I'd walk into the hospital. I would hear like the ding-dong of the, of the lift. I would smell the smell of the corridors. And by the time I got to the doctor's room and had to have a checkup, my blood pressure had gone up 20 points. Like if I was 120.80, I was now 140, 100. And they would go, oh, my gosh, you've got high blood pressure. And I kept on saying to them, no, I actually don't have anything. Just the association with the hospital and the negativity and the trauma that I went through is something that even subconsciously, even if I'm conscious of it, you know, um, like affected, affected, and I'm sure if I was... Well, if, if you take a step back and realize that when you actually were walking into the hospital, how was your breathing? Exactly, exactly. I didn't, I obviously didn't think about it that way then. Um, one of the things I did learn is that um, progressively as I sat in the doctor's rooms in, 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 in other pregnancies, um, was that I would sit and I would breathe, I would take a deep breath in, I would hold my breath and allow it to go down slowly. And, you know, at the end, it proved to me that if I did that like like a couple of times, five, six, seven times, my blood pressure actually instantly went down. It was like a an emotional reaction to thing, and immediately it did affect it. So it makes sense then what you're saying regarding a blocked nose or a stuffy nose or the inability to take in full you know, uh, the full expanse oxygen. And, and, uh, of oxygen and breath to, to there. It, 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 it obviously, we, we are all breathing, as they say, very shallow. So, I mean, it does, it does seem something that is like more complicated to do when you have cardiovascular issues. Right. And you, you say to someone, well, just learn how to breathe. It does seem kind of, you know, not so important, but really breathing is extremely important when it comes to that, to that. Um, Another thing I was, I was saying is about the, the nose and being able to breathe is we don't realize how we actually don't breathe correctly and how the oxygen isn't going through our nose. A lot of us are mouth breathers. 
mm-hmm. um, and really the oxygen needs to go through our nose. So there could be a lot of reasons why you are that much congested. Um, dairy could be a reason that your nose is completely blocked with your sinuses. Um, it could be that you have a food allergy or intolerance. Uh, it could be that you have a deviated septum and the deviated septum has to be corrected in order for the oxygen to flow very well through the nose and into the body. Um, an interesting thing that he says is that when you have cold hands and feet, a lot of people have cold hands and feet and we just think, oh, well, we have to warm up our hands and our feet with a hot water bottle or with warm shoes and socks. But he basically says that the that cold extremities are a sign that this NOS3 gene is actually dirty. Um, right. And if your blood literally can't flow to your fingers and to your toes, it is a concern. And again, what do we have to do? Breathe. Does he give a specific formula on how to breathe? Um, I haven't, I haven't read yet about the cleaning, his clean genes protocol. Um, mm-hmm. I'm not sure if he has like an actual, you know, 555 method or 444 method. I'm not exactly sure if he has a specific method, but he does explain basically just kind of relaxing, um, taking very, very deep breaths through your nose, into your diaphragm, not just into your chest. It has to go into your stomach. And, um, you know, then breathe it out again through your mouth or just to calm down your body. Um, but he does say specifically about not, not mouth breathing. Um, well, it makes sense because, um, why do we have to breathe through the nose? Because our nose is a fantastic filtration, uh, you know, mechanism that will catch any nonsense that we're breathing in. You know, and, and stop it at that level before it goes down into the lungs. While if you're breathing through your mouth, you really don't have that, uh, that added measure of, of, of like a security barrier of stopping, um, stuff going into, into your, into your lungs. And the interesting thing is when you're actually breathing out, that's when you're releasing the toxins. Right. And that I think you're supposed to be breathing out through your mouth because then yeah. you want to expand it. You don't want to like reverse go through the Correct. reverse filtration and, and, and mess up the nose. Interestingly enough, there were in, on that video the other day that we posted or that I saw on um, Dr. Mark Harmon, yes. he, the, the one doctor mentioned about taping your mouth and seeing mm-hmm. whether you actually do breathe through your nose or through your mouth when you're sleeping. Um, because when we're sleeping, <laughs> we obviously don't know what we are, we aren't doing, which is I'm a, laughing. A tape bizarre. Your mouth. Taping your mouth would help in a lot of other instances too. <laughs> you wouldn't, you wouldn't eat as much. You probably wouldn't speak dead of somebody. So maybe we yeah. should go into a, let's tape our mouth for a week. <laughs> uh, exercise. But yes, it is, it is. And as, as I, um, I said in the introduction, you know, for me being a little bit more focused on my sleep now. So what, one of the things that I've done is that just before I fall asleep, I, I try to do a very, very small breathing protocol, kind of like to go, Phew, you know, I'm like shutting down now and I'm bringing myself down, you know, um, to, to, to a state of relaxation. And in the morning as well, when I get up, just as you flip your, your legs over the bed and you're ready to get up, it's good to take in, you know, some deep breaths that kind of awaken the body and re-energize the body. And we, we're doing it, we're doing it, Anyway, you know, we're, we're breathing anyway. That, that, that was probably the most profound thing that that guy said. It was like such a, 
simple, stupid thing to say, but probably the most profound, you're breathing anyway. So why aren't you doing it properly or why aren't you taking advantage? But like you said earlier, is it something that we're not conscious of? Anything that we're not conscious of, we're not necessarily going to be doing correctly. So if we're not conscious of the way that we're eating, we're going to not eat correctly. If we're not conscious of the way that we breathe, literally just changing your mindset and understanding how to breathe will make you breathe correctly. They even say that, you know, before you sit down and have a meal, you know, we're always, again, uh, before BCE, <laughs> yeah. uh, we, you know, we would be running constantly. We're either, you know, running from meeting to meeting in our work with our children, going from shop to shop, etc. We actually do not breathe correctly. Um, and to find times in the day where we can, learn, you know, be conscious of it. If you're in traffic, be conscious of your breathing. Uh, before you sit down for a meal, in order to digest your food correctly, apparently you need to be breathing correctly. You know, if your body is in fight or flight constantly, it uh, can't be doing what it has to do. So um, if, you, if you want to be able to digest your food properly, sit down, take a few very deep breaths, and then eat your food. That That's a big one. I think I like that. I think I'm going to try institute that because that 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 is an Achilles heel for me. I can come to the table being busy, running around, you know, and then you just like land up mowing down your food because you're hungry, you know, you just or you need to get it for me eating is a chore, so I just need to get it over and done with so I can I, I can go Correct. to something else more important. Well one of the be- one of the beauties of clearing your mind is breathing. Mm. Yes. So, you know, helping with anxiety and depression is breathing, being able to calm your whole nervous system down um, and to kind of oxygenate your the parts in your brain that control emotion. One of the easiest ways of doing that is breathing. So sitting down before a meal and actually being conscious and enjoying yourself can can have a can make a huge difference. Basically, I would say that breathing can actually bring you to the present, you know, it's like stop your mind from either going backwards and getting anxious and worried about stuff that has happened or going forwards and, and doing that. Um, just make yourself present. Say, I'm here right now and I'm okay. I'm breathing. I'm alive. I'm well, you know, and just taking some, take, take, take a moment to pause. And breathing is a very good way to pause, to press pause on, on, on our, you know, our daily routine. Let's finish off one one second about this Ben Lynch and this Mm -hmm. NIS3 gene. Um, He says that if heart disease runs in your family or if your your doctor says that your heart is a bit of a concern, he, he says, and it's so simple, improving your breathing is probably the best thing you could do to turn things around. Yeah. Yeah, because it kickstarts a whole lot of other stuff. Not only it oxygenates your body, but if you have an oxygenated body, then your body has the ability to fight things off. It, it affects your immune system. It affects your digestion. It affects Correct. you know the way that it, it, it does. That's what I'm saying. It's actually the craziest thing that something. Excuse, excuse the. I think it's the pun. Okay, that it's under our noses <laughs> and we don't pay attention to it. You know. <laughs> Exactly. It's it's something that we all do, every single human being, and we've just maybe just not paid sufficient attention or even just 
thought about it. And that's really what we're trying to do here. Um, as always, I mentioned that this is a layman's program. Feggy and I are not medical practitioners in any way whatsoever. We're just ordinary Joes, um, just like everybody else out there. Well, the majority of people out there, we're not giving um, – medical advice and medical treatment, what we are just saying is is that a lot of our health is really in our hands and we are responsible for a tremendous amount of, um, regarding our well-being and we, we can do things, we can change things that can just make make it better. And these are really simple ways. It, it doesn't cost anything. It's not going to hit on the budget. It's not going to do anything. You're doing it anyway. Well, let's try to do it well. Uh, there's another guy, Fagy, that uh, we speak of, that, that is, is, that we, the two of us speak about and that, you know, his stuff is also um, quite prevalent um, on, 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 on uh, the internet. And that's a guy called Winhoff. Yeah, so he's actually become really famous all around the world. Um, he's going to educate doctors, educate even psychologists. Um, he he explains that, you know, just being able to do, let's say, CBT or speak to a psychotherapist, etc., isn't necessarily going to be enough for someone. They need to learn how to breathe. Um, he's known as the Iceman. Okay, so, so what does that mean? People go... People travel from all over the world, go to him, um, and he's actually Dutch. And he came up with a method that when you do very deep breathing for a specific amount of time, in fact, you, anyone can search how to do the Wim Hof method. Um, it's all over YouTube. It's all over the Internet. And you can literally do it in the convenience of your own home, lying down on your couch, lying down on your bed, and taking in very, very deep breaths for a specific amount of time. Again, you could research it. Um, he explains how changing, uh, literally just that breathing, can change your body from an acidic body to an alkaline body. And we all know that as an acidic body is inflammation, causes, um, you know, many different, you know, either between from, again, anxiety, depression, um digestion issues, aches and pains, the list can go on forever. Um, but basically how the body changes to alkaline, and I guess we'll continue after the break. Yeah. Right, let's, so let's take a breather. Let's go for a break and come back and let's explore that a little bit more. This is the Healthy You, Wealthy You show with Adol Kosilski and Fagy Stern. Welcome back, and we were discussing Mr. Winhoff, and where we left off, Faggy, was that you were talking about the fact that breathing can change your body from acidic to alkaline. Correct. So um, this Winhoff, a lot of the people that go to him for his um, his protocol to, to, yeah. for his protocol and to do his method, it's actually quite fascinating to see because. They do a lot of running in their swimming costumes, literally in the freezing cold ice snow up a mountain. Um, and they also <laughs> jump into the water, this freezing cold water, which I'm assuming really makes you breathe very well <laughs> before you jump in. For um, me, it would stop he, me breathing. <laughs> <laughs> so it's interesting. He, he actually explains how a lot of the people in the world, we, we, we stop people from doing things. 
we always say to someone, oh, no, you know, don't do this or don't do that. Or we try and we, we stop ourselves, never mind, from, from accomplishing in a way what we want to accomplish. And he explains how everything's in our mind. And a lot yeah. of what's in our mind is the way that we breathe. So if we're not breathing correctly, the oxygen's not going to our brains correctly. And obviously, the oxygen isn't going into the cells of our bodies, um, which contaminates our minds. And like you say, you, you wouldn't be able to do it. But after doing his method, many people mm. have proven that they can do it. Um, I have watched, I have watched some of these videos where people have been literally debilitated with, with, with arthritis anxiety. and anxiety and stuff. And they, they really do take the bull by the horns and do what he's, why, why is he into very cold water? Do you know? It, it definitely has an effect on your hippocampus and your amygdala. It, it has, mm. you know, it has a huge effect on your brain, um, which obviously in turn also has an effect on your um, inflammation. Yeah, inflammation, yeah. you know, it can all, what happens when you burn yourself, you take us, you want to put it on it so that the inflammation goes down. Right, right. Um, I think a lot of it has to do with, being able to calm down your nervous system um, and bring oxygen to areas that your body needs. Mm. Very interesting. So he actually says that 25% more blood flow, um, you, you have 25% more blood flow from the correct breathing. And the, the oxygen, he says, we, we can carry ourselves and our body can carry a lot more oxygen than many people are saying that we are able to. In fact, on that uh, YouTube clip that you posted the other day, the doctor mentioned that if you stop breathing for two or three minutes, that you'll die. Mm-hmm. With the Wim Hof method, he shows it clearly that after doing extensive breathing with him, uh, it comes to a point in his method that you literally do not breathe for a good three to five minutes. No breath. And you're fine. And you're fine. Obviously. The, way, the <laughs> yeah. reason... The reason why um, wow. he wants you to stop breathing at that point, he actually he doesn't make you do it for that amount of time. He he allows the person to go through the through it the way that they feel comfortable doing it. Um, but basically, by by stopping to breathe at that point, literally allows the oxygen to to go into the areas of your body that it needs to go to. Sure, very interesting. I mean, I think there's. <clears throat> There's all the other things that we should take into account, and this, I think, was brought out um, with with uh, our discussion on sleep and our encouragement for people to do the eight-hour sleep course with Dr. Mark Hyman. One of the things they said there is that, yes, obviously, breathing has you know has an effect on the quality of sleep, and we should we should worry. Or we should be cognizant of the, of the air that we are breathing in. Many, many times people are suffering from asthma and from all sorts of things because of the environmental toxins around them. And you think to yourself, no, well, I live, you know, in, 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 a, in, in, in modern times, like what toxins can there be? But just from air conditioners and, and, you know, all sorts of, of, of mold. stuff that, that mold is mold. one big thing we don't realize. There's right. even mold in the air conditioners that are blowing into our rooms. Right. Mold. Um, when, when a person finds themselves particularly in, in polluted, uh, cities, high dense cities, 
those things are also having a huge effect on your breathing. So you could go and say, you know, take deep breaths in, but the stuff you're breathing in is toxic. So we, we should just be aware of that and ask ourselves, and I think in South Africa we're pretty fortunate we're very much an outdoor people and uh, we've got God, you know, gardens and we can go out and actually practice breathing in the fresh air where we know there is a symbiotic relationship between ourselves and the plants. We breathe in, in air, we breathe out carbon dioxide and the plants need the carbon dioxide to breathe in and their byproduct is oxygen and that's why we have all the environmentalists, you know, just yelling at, at, at people who live in concrete jungles. And an interesting uh, thing that has been a, a, a product of the whole coronavirus story is that now that we are not abusing our environment, we're seeing our environment coming alive again. You know, um, the air is clearing. Smog is being lifted off uh, the, the big cities. The waters are clearer. The animals feel freer. Like there, there, there is, there is a huge reset, and I think that there's a lot. You know, there's, there's a, a huge. The universe interplay. is having its time to breathe. It's taking yes, a very deep literally, breath. literally, literally. We're we've been put into quarantine to take in deep breaths, and so has the world cumulatively. You know, macro, in, in a macro way and a micro way. You know, from the from the individual all the way to 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 every everybody else. We we're running out of time and I want to just spend a little bit of time just talking about uh two or three apps that we can uh look at to assist us in our breathing. So we're going to go for the ad break and afterwards we'll tie up um and discuss these couple of um applications. This is the Healthy You Wealthy You show with Adol Kasulski and Fagy Stern. You know, Feggy, I'm laughing because obviously we're all doing this remotely and you're sitting in your car, I'm sitting in an office. I don't know where, Craig, where you're sitting, probably at home or wherever you're sitting. And every time we have to you know, come back, he goes, you are alive. And I, I keep on saying, thank you, Craig. Thank you for reminding me I'm alive and I'm well. And also that we are live and that we are on High FM. Um, to wrap up, there's, 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 there's a few apps that I think um, – can help people. Um, some of them do take a small subscription. Other of them are for free. Um, I've tried a few of them. This this is an assistance to helping you breathe better, to calm down your system, to get more oxygen in. There's an app called Balance. There's an app called uh, Headspace. There's another one that's called um, Elevate. They're all fantastic apps. They're you know, uh, for me, I haven't found one that I super super love. I toggle between them and they give you different programs. Like, are you feeling stressed? Well, do this program for five minutes. And are you finding a difficulty to fall asleep? And um, then do this one. You know, if you want to rejuvenate yourself and, and feel, uh, you know, uh, upbeat, then do X, Y, Z. And they really, really are great uh, vehicles that you can use in your assistance to help you breathe better. Um, though at the end of the day, because we are doing it 23,000 times a day, it's just a matter of stopping. And just to tell people, um, the one guy mentioned it on one of the programs, I think it was the one that you, you loaded, um, Fagy, that you should do a 555 method or they say a 478 method. That, that is just the number of breaths. So some people say breathe in for five, hold for five, breathe out for five, or breathe in for four, Hold for seven, 
breathe out for eight. So, for example, a four-seven-eight method is very, very good when it comes to trying to relax before you go to sleep at night because the breath is quick to be taken in and the the, the breath coming out is much slower and so it slows you down. A five-five-five is very good during the day just to stop. And just get in good quality breathing. But there's a tremendous amount that you can read out there. There's guys that talk about all different combinations. They're numerical combinations, but essentially they all relate to um, the number of breaths to take in, to hold, to breathe out. Um, and if you don't want to get so complicated, don't. Just practice it yourself. Just stop and listen to your body. I think that that's... That's probably the, the, the biggest uh, clue to everything is to stop and hear your body and, 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 and understand the sensations and then see what it feels like, um, you know, when you've, uh, when you've done that breathing. So that's, I think, our goal for this week, Fadi. Do those we, apps we, connect to people's phones and people's watches? How does it work? So very interesting. Like, I know sometimes the app will say to you, it will stop you in the middle of the day and say, breathe. So these apps you download, you have to access them, put in headphones, and you choose the program, and it talks you through it. I know on my my Fitbit, I have uh, the ability to to train myself to to breathe either for two minutes or for five minutes. You just click on your click on your uh, Fitbit, and you don't even have to have an app or anything like that. It actually does it with pulses, so it says like follow the pulses. So pulse, 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 pulse is breathe in, and then it stops pulsing, which means hold your breath, and then it goes pulse, 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 which means that you have to breathe out slowly. So that also is a fantastic way, you know, whichever way, whatever, like, you know, makes you comfortable and and, and you find find easier mm-hmm. to, to, to motivate yourself. Um, very, very interesting. And I think that from breathing comes in the whole um, idea of exercise, of yoga, which I think we are going to keep for next week um, as a dis- discussion um, because the, undoubtedly part and parcel of optimal health and being healthy and, and, and feeling good is exercising. And there's a lot to be said about exercise today Um we can see now during quarantine, a lot of people are, you know, setting their exercising programs. But I think that there's a whole there's a whole science and understanding to it, and so we're going to keep you a little bit in suspense. We're going to encourage you to breathe. So now you're sleeping, please breathe <laughs> nicely, deeply, strongly. Um, breathe in that oxygen and and monitor yourself, and uh, you know, uh, let's have a oxygenated, alive week where we let go of, you know, some of our worries and our concerns. Let's try and stay in the present and let's try and, you know, build up good habits. Anything you want to add up? Before, you know, just to add in, you know, like we just, what, like we were discussing is to learn how to be in the present when you need to do important things. So before an important meeting, take deep breaths. Before sitting down to eat your food to digest it correctly, take those deep breaths. Uh, before going to sleep, in order to have a good, deep, nice sleep, take a long couple of few deep breaths to basically calm your nervous system down and allow yourself to enjoy a nice, good sleep. 
Excellent. Well, on that note, everybody have a fabulous week. Again, if you'd like to join the WhatsApp group, you can email info at highfm.com with your name and your cell number, and we will gladly join you. We don't spam you. We send one thing, sometimes twice a day, or a second thing, if it's vitally important. And it's just really an encouragement that we should all become more healthier and with that we become wealthier in our life's experience. Everybody have a wonderful week. Thank you, Fagy, for joining us. And we'll Thank be back, Adam. same time, same place, next week.